Welcome to the Pints in Polishing podcast. This is DJ. Hey. Hey. Nicely done, man. Thank you. Yeah, How'd I do? You did great. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We had up? a good little episode today. Uh, we had Ronald from All Star. He's up in Boston. Boston. How do you do it? I don't know. You said I did it wrong. No, I did too. Yeah, we all uh, did it wrong. Hold on. Boston. No, no, no. I think you got to draw it out. No. Boston. 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 Anyways. Some Oklahoma guys trying to do northern accents. Boston. Does not go well. Yeah, anyway, we had a great little conversation. Uh, incredible beer. The Blue Moon Winter Wheat. Highly recommend it. So good. Very good. It's got some good spice to it. If you like Blue Moon, if you like that type of uh, wheat ale, well, it's not an ale. No. It's a wheat. But in here it says it's an Abbey ale. So I don't know. It's kind of a mix. It's like a blue moon. Plus you got some spice and some, like, it almost feels a little winterish. It's for those who don't, like you said in the podcast, it's for those who don't like the stouts and the really heavy, heavy beers. It's a good winter beer. It is because it's darker. It's not your norm. Like, it's yeah. not a summer beer. It's for me. It hits after you drink, like it hits afterwards. You there's a little bit of spice, and anyway, we all liked it. It's a good beer. You should go get some. Um, so in the podcast, we talk about. So he started a couple years ago. Some of that stuff that took a little bit to get going. He really was big on athletics. So we talk about what it really means. Like, could somebody be an athlete, and then as well, how does that transition into being a detailer and being a business owner? I see a lot of correlations there. Um, I think, though, the premise or the the pinnacle of the podcast was his tab out question. Oh, it was so good! Such a great like he said it. We both look up like, Whoa, oh yeah, this is good. Great I question. Like it. Yeah, it was so All good. Right, so, Get to the end, like there's plenty of good stuff in the middle, but the ending don't skip the end. Don't skip the don't end. Skip That's the, the end. best. Tab out question was incredible. Cheers, brother. Alrighty. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Marty Total Auto Solutions. I got DJ. You got me. I got you. You got I me, did. man. Got you. you got me. Wonderful. And who is our special guest tonight, DJ? I got him. You got him. He's an all-star. He is an all-star. Introduce, introduce yourself, Mr. All-Star. Hey, what's up? It's Ronald Colombo, and I'm the co-owner at All-Star Mobile Detailing out in Boston. And that's right. So we uh, come to you, so all of our services are on site. Boston, huh? Boston? Boston. That's right. Did, you, it, did it come out? Have you always yeah, lived in Boston? I have. I have. Uh, I was born and raised out here. Um, bounced around different places, but um, yeah, I've been from Massachusetts, man. Cool, that's awesome. So we are drinking. We ended up both getting the same beer. Cheers. That that's kind of weird. Cheers, huh? I don't know. Maybe it's a chip in my glass. Maybe. <laughs> uh, we got the Blue Moon Winter Wheat, and I think you grabbed it also, right? Hmm. I did. I did. That's that was, definitely a winter beer. I haven't had yeah. this one. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Um, the spiced ab. Abbey Ale, winter wheat. So you can taste a little bit of that spice in it. It's interesting. It's good. It's good. All right. So tell us your story, man. I mean, so raised, born and raised in Boston. Um, what? Uh, tell us about your childhood, how you grew up, uh, what got you into detailing? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've been detailing now for about 
not more than five years. Uh, but I was uh, in the health and human services field actually for about about eleven years. Um, you know, and then until uh, it kind of came in, it was a transition there. I was I was doing detail on the side, and I just left one for the other. But um, you know, just growing up in general, just someone that worked, you know, uh, and my parents are uh, Dominican, and um, you know, just they're hard workers. And that's just kind of always been instilled in me, and I'm trying to bring that stuff into detailing. Um, I, I still, I still feel like it's pretty new, you know. But um, take it away. How long you been going? Uh, about almost five years detailing, but business wise, uh, two years. We just hit uh, November. So, what do you mean? What's the three year difference? Uh, so I started off, uh, detail was just something I was doing on the side. And then, um, what I mean on the side, it was, so there was this place that did installation for, uh, like radios and GPS. And then they needed a, a detailer. So I'm like, ooh, let me stop by there and see if they already have something going or what. But I'm willing to do some detail over here. Come to find out, they, uh, didn't have anything. They wanted someone that was going to be the first one doing details out of there, but um, they were still going to be doing the other stuff that they normally do. And um, so I just started kind of doing, I was the only one detailing there. Um, and I was doing that for about a year. And I uh, had uh, my cousin, who also uh, is in the detailing business and industry. And uh, he was like, dude, you got to, you know, start your own stuff. And I'm like, here I am about a year, like, Really so why did he say that? I mean, what what prompted him to to get you to do that? Uh, at that point, he was about he had about three years in detailing, um, and he was seeing success on his end. So he was like, "You got to open up." Matter of fact, I want to open up a second location. You should run it. I'm like, "Wait, I'm at my job. Uh, that that sounds cool, but not yet." <laughs> And but um, so, how long did it take him before you finally dove in? Uh, I would say I, after a year there, um, yeah, like about a almost two years. Um, I was like, all right, let's uh, let's give this a shot. And when we when we did that, we became, we became partners. And uh, one of the first things he said I had to do was mobile type. So. He started me off on the right path, um, you know, and I felt like, all right, um, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it right. And he was just like, all right, this is how we'll do it. You know, I can give you a lot of pointers. And um, he's just really been the person that kind of been pushing me on that end. And, um, do you, you remember know, some of those pointers? Um, yeah, they were both um, like business-wise and detailing-wise. Um, because those were things that were getting him to where he needed to, you know, um, and it was pretty much like, hey, you got to be legit. We're not going to be, you know, like a, just any detailer. So, um, you know, you want to be certified. That's one of the things you want to get done. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. And so that's I'm cool. So one of the first things he told you was to get certified so that it could differentiate you from others. I mean, DJ, what do you, that should chime into your bell pretty heavy. Like, getting certified and getting some good education before just jumping straight into 
being a, you know, he's already been working as a detailer, but going into opening up his own business, hey, a certification or some credibility would be a good thing. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, definitely give you some credibility and, and honestly, some more, maybe some more knowledge that you don't already have. So um, certifications, I believe, are the first step in, in kind of establishing yourself as a um, professional and, and um, just that you're you know, serious about your, your craft and your business. And, and we talked about that. We So I don't know if you heard the episode we did uh, a couple times ago about, you know, launching your own mobile detailing business. And we talked about uh, certification. So that's cool. You, That was one of the first things okay. you did. What was some of the other stuff you recommended? Uh, the other stuff was the business stuff, um, you know, staying organized. You know, and you said, you know, you got to have insurance, uh, uh, get around yeah. to, uh, let's see, you know, get an accounting. Um, you know, not in some of these things, it gets, uh, it gets uh, registered. Um, so some of those early steps, um, were definitely done and, you know, some of these others were kind of came along, you know, get a, get a vehicle, um, I didn't start with a van right off the bat. Um, so, so yeah, and some things are still in the works. Okay. Well, which is perfectly fine. Right, you know. I mean, I think. I would say that falls into my business plan altogether. Like I, I don't jump way too far out ahead. Um, I don't like debt. I don't like, um, I don't like too much because it weighs you down, I think. And I, I, I'm extremely slow as far as that's concerned. Um, there's so much else we could do, but I just, you know, bite off what you can chew as you go because right. You know, that's a who who knows that later if you get you've bitten off too much, like you might have to completely redo everything um, because yeah. because you did bite off more than you, you could choose. So kudos to you on that. Um, so how many you're mobile? Do you have a shop or just mobile? Yeah, we're primarily mobile. Yeah. Some people have asked if, you know, we're going to get a shop in. Um, you know, actually, it came up, it's come up quite a bit, even in the first year. And I'm like, no, no, right now, you know, we're just focused on the mobile part. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I like to hit three years, you know. Uh, it's just kind of just set small goals and just focused on that because I just feel like there's a niche out in, in this area, you know. Um, so just. But how cold does it get there? I mean, is there, I remember, so <laughs> as a mobile detailer here yeah, in Oklahoma, DJ can, he can relate. I mean, it, it gets cold, but. I imagine in Boston, it's like, north, yeah, it, it is cold. You guys are the one bringing that north wind down, and we're just like, oh, my God, it's freezing. <laughs> I hate the north wind. Uh, we bring it. Oh, man. I mean, it gets cold. You're right. Like, okay, so uh, uh, what temperature-wise, I mean, what's – what's you wake up, is it, you know, negative something? I mean, what is it? What's a typical cold day? Uh, not yet. Not yet, but um, so you're still it depends a, the time of the year. You're still above like freezing? Right now? Yeah, yeah, we are, you know, right now, um, we had what, I mean, obviously at night it gets uh, colder, we had a 14 degree day not too long ago, nope, and that I'm was out. at night. I'm out. <laughs> well, at night makes kind of sense, but during the day it's not 14, is it? Or is that a normal thing in the winter? But that same day, it was uh, probably third, started off, uh, yeah, but it was like a teaser because then the next day. Uh, we had a high of uh, 50, 
And you might laugh, but that's not bad. You know, for detailing, like, you can go out there 45, you know, at this time, and it's like, ooh, it's pretty warm. Like, it's weird. You know, come December, then I just take it one month at a time. <laughs> yeah. What's your, do you have, so here we've got a lot of downtime in the winter. Um, it's a, definitely a slower season. And I would say that starts pretty quickly after Christmas. After Christmas, a lot of people have spent their money elsewhere um, and it slows down. And then you get into like January, February, where it's just so butt chilling cold that you can't work. So you just, you're limited on the amount that you can do. March, April kind of starts getting better. March gets good, yeah. yeah. March is when, I mean, based on our numbers alone, yeah, December, January, February just completely drop off. And then March just ramps back up again. So, I mean, it's pretty, that's been our, that's been a, um, you know, our, um, how it's been the past few years. So, your cycle. Cycle. Is, is that the way it is up there in Boston? You say it wrong. <laughs> I know I say it wrong. Yeah. I say it like an Oklahoman. Boston. Boston. No, just stop. <laughs> Did it come out like right away? No, no I just no, said it because it's Boston. Yeah, he, no, yeah. because some, some people say yes, some people say no, they don't hear it. You know, it's a mix. I'm like, it's just, you know, the culture, the mix. You know, I mean, probably why, why it doesn't. But um, sometimes it does. I don't know why it does. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it does slow down. In the winter for sure um it's for, you know we're just hit the two-year mark so i'm kind of really seeing how this winter is compared to last winter because it was our first one okay and, so you don't have too uh, much to compare to just yet correct gotcha. so it's kind of like all right well let's do better this month you know than last month than last year's month around this time and it's not that hard you know because we've our presence has grown and you know that was the idea so it's just like all right let's do it one month at a time and see how things are going but we continue to promote at the same time and there are places where you can still detail no matter the, the temperature like garages that some luxury properties so we come out to those as well and you come anytime because you're in a garage and it's pretty warm there oh yeah good call or the person has um has a just a home with the garage. Cool. So, what do you think of this beer? I like it. Yeah. It doesn't give you that that uh, that bad taste or whatnot. Yeah. There's not much, which it should be from Blue Moon, right? I mean, there's not too many. Blue Moon just has a pretty good normality as far as you can generally almost anything with Blue Moon get that is. I've never tasted anything Blue Moon that I just went, oh, that's horrible. Like, yeah, it's yeah, usually, everything's pretty solid. Yeah. I, I would be interested to know what this spice is, though. Yeah. Ginger, cinnamon, and orange peel. There we go. That answers that. Yeah. Let's take the orange peel and add a twist to it. We can't leave it out. <laughs> yeah, right? Because that's sort of their mainstay. Hey, so uh, we first kind of really hung out at our pint night at SEMA. And uh, so thanks so much for coming. Um, tell yeah, us about yeah. your SEMA experience. How did it all go for you? Oh, man, SEMA was good. Um, I can say that now because it was just, I mean, it, had, it was like a breakdown, right? Like before SEMA, I mean, for me, this is the first SEMA. 
about it. Um, I think it was probably at the beginning of this year, or not that long ago. Um, and I'm like, what is this? Uh, eventually, I got to get there. And, um, you know, my cousin and I were like, hey, he hits me up and it's like, hey, you're going to go for what? You want to go to see my mic? Man, I've been wanting to go. Let's do it. And um, I was like, all right, signed up with timing. I um, got a good deal there. I think it was like 40 bucks. So I was happy with that. Yeah. Because um, after a certain period, it went up. But no, that was cool. And then I was like, all right. You got what for 40 bucks? The ticket. Oh, the ticket. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you found a place to stay for 40 bucks? Hell yeah. He brought some bed bugs back oh, home, but. <laughs> no, we, uh, we put in a couple extra dollars and did a little bit better than that. Um, no, it, it was good. I, I prepared before going um, just because I wanted to make sure I got what I needed because I had been to mobile tech. So I feel I felt like I had an idea. I was like, all right, I got to go and work game play. And I asked a couple guys. Um, I think I heard, an, uh, I read some, oh, you know what, BJ, I went on your website, and I, I read that, like, uh, you know, what what to do before, or I think I had the experience or something on there, and then at the bottom, it said, you can sign up for a pint, not the pint to polish, and I'm like, oh, boom, read that, hit that, boom, and then reserved, um, but that helped me, I was like, yeah, yeah cool. so I just wanted to go with a point, and I, just, and I did that, and it helped, and Very cool. I was able to hit what I needed um, to, and you know, and along the way, I was like, I'll just meet guys along the way and say what's up. But I needed to go to this booth, if I needed, you know, that I had on the list, and um, in the class, saw some of the classes I wanted to beforehand, so set up for that because uh, I knew I was going to be here the whole week. Yeah, that's did awesome. Did you man. did you get uh, did you have some good classes? I heard there's some great classes actually. I did. I did. Yeah, I did probably like six or so, and then what three. Days that I was there. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So, are you going to be at Mobile Tech this year? I'm shooting for it. Yeah. Yeah, you should. There's a couple of good classes you should probably go to. Um, let's see. Let's see, I'm thinking that one Is there on, on eco friendliness. Yeah, it's how to be profitable with eco friendly detailing. That'd be a good one. That would be a really good one to go to. There's also one on branding that you should probably go to. Hmm. Yeah, don't sound like good. Um, I was listening to the DJ on um, on the on Jimbo detailing podcast. That was good. That was uh, I like what you had to say about the eco. I actually we actually do some um, some uh, rinseless washes ourselves. Too. You kind of have to. That. I mean, in a sense, in, yeah. in it with the with the weather being like it is, and it really helps us out in the winter time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and right now it just adds another way of washing yeah um, and when, when you just strictly i'm like hey if all else, all else fails then you know i could be strictly uh waterless that's just another plan i'm like so it's not bad to dip into a couple different sizes and see what works so right yeah the, what where we're at we don't really have a direct but i'm um, definitely it's just, uh i like the concept of that yeah the joke i always made that it if you gave me a power washer and a hose, I literally would not know what to do. It would take me forever to wash a vehicle. So I'm kind of, I'm just, I'm drinking the food. I'm stuck, man. No turning back. That's not bad. That's good. That's good. But yeah, anyway, we, we are doing a couple classes. DJ and I are doing some on eco-friendly detailing and, uh, 
we're know, doing one on branding. Yeah, yeah, definitely come through. Um, and then we are doing a pint night at uh, – so if you haven't already registered, you need to because I think the rooms are filling up. Most at with mobile tech, everybody stays at the same hotel. Yeah, and the, I think I like those rooms are filling up pretty quick. So uh, you might get on that pretty pretty quick. But that Friday night, which I think is January the eleventh, is that right? So the um, eighth is on a Wednesday. Ninth would be Thursday, or no? Is it the tenth? I know. I Anyway, that Friday of Mobile Tech, we're going to do our pint night at the sports bar 11th, yeah. there um, at the hotel that everybody's staying at. So uh, we're going to have – it should be fun. I talked to the, the guys today, um, and he's got a couple kegs for us. So, I mean, plenty of beer to drink. Come in for a couple hours, drink all you want. We're going to have our pint glasses that you can take. It should be a good, fun event. Nice. Yeah, I gotta be there. Cause you, yeah, you came to the pine night. How? I mean, you liked the pine night that we did at SEMA, yeah. right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was good. That was like more than expected, you know, um, to be around, you know, knowledgeable people and just a good group of guys. At the end of the day, fun. Be my night. That's good, man. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so let's get into some of the stuff you want to talk about. Uh, I was interesting. You were very passionate. You said extremely passionate about. Uh, sports what uh what is it i mean did you grow up playing sports what sports are you so passionate about what you know why is it that you're so passionate i mean yeah i played when i was young uh, all the way up and it's still with me whether it's playing or, or watching it um i don't know probably like around 10 no earlier than that maybe nine or so you know i'm on the basketball team at school and you know, I make the team, and then I you do well. Like I, I'm, I'm athletic, so I just felt like it was just always something that, as years went on, I was playing either basketball, baseball, football. I didn't play like uh, organized, more street, but I was good. If I wanted to organize, or if my dad had the money, then I would probably done well or something. I just put in the work, and I just I don't do sports. I think I just feel like that's a place where you can put in the work and see the results right away. Well, here's why I think it's good and why I was like, at first, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But I, here's why I like the discussion about, about sports. I know DJ watches like every sporting event that he can. Dude, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> DJ watches ping pong and that's about it. Ping pong. Uh-huh. No, it's tennis. Oh, it's tennis. Yeah. You watch tennis? And golf. And golf. The crow. You do? Uh, LaCroix. What's LaCroix? LaCroix. LaCroix is the sparkling water. (laughs) LaCroix. No, here's what I like. So I think think somebody that is wanting to own their own business, there's got to be something that's competitive in them, right? There has to be in the way you think, in your genome or whatever, there's something competitive in your nature. Most people that watch sports or are active in sports are usually somewhat competitive and they like to win or they like to be successful. And that transitions into being a good operator in business. And and that took me a little bit to understand because it, especially in the business that I'm doing now, transitioning from a little bit less of detailing and more into the chemical side, it's cutthroat. 
And it is, I mean, yeah. it is extremely cutthroat. And to go out and try and prove to a dealership or to a detail shop that, you know, why they should use your chemical or your product or your service versus another company's is, is a lot different than going and trying to sell the general public on using your detailing service. It's so much more competitive. And I, I mean, cutthroat is the word. Like, there's been people we've won accounts or lost accounts over five dollars for a degreaser. Like, like, oh well, five they can get bucks. it to me for five bucks less. I'm like, what in the world does five bucks have to do with a, a whole account of all the different stuff that we're going to bring to the table? So, if we did, if I didn't have the competitive nature of being growing up playing sports, playing football, playing baseball, uh, I went through college playing that until I got hurt, you know, but. Um, if I didn't have that competitive edge, I don't know if I could really be fully hands-on and pushing as hard as we do. You got tough skin. Yeah. And you have to develop yeah. tough skin. Yeah. I mean, which which would come from football. If you're getting your ass handed to you by your coach and he's yelling down your throat, you either quit or you push on. And so it's the same con like if we get our like we've had some times where we're getting our ass handed to us. And we're getting beat. Well, we can either fold or I can push harder and try and come up with something new, which is sort of the whole reason for the hyper clean line and push that further out into, okay, cool. I take my shot here and I'm going to counter with this side is an athletic is somebody who's kind of into sports. Yeah. 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 That, that makes sense. That's true. But those are exact things, you know, there is a component, you know, you, you want to challenge you. You want to come out winning on one side. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, and I think the guys that – I think the struggle would be for um, either either guys that were, were getting eighth place and seventh place and sixth place trophies because they don't understand losing. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I coach like YMCA stuff. And like every team gets a trophy. Every team. I'm like, what do yeah. we need trophies for? Like, no. Yeah, we got third. Yeah. No, I don't want a trophy. We don't deserve it. Third place, you should get a ribbon. Like <laughs> a I, ribbon. Yeah, you should yes. get a ribbon. You should get something. But if you're in fifth and sixth place, you don't deserve a trophy. Like you did not win. You lost. The, the big one, the one that likes to do that the most. I don't know if any of you guys have coached soccer. Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. But we were undefeated, so know, I don't know anything about that. We were undefeated in soccer. The pink <laughs> cheetahs. Hell yeah, we were. So my team called the Raiders. <laughs> Oh, we would smoke yeah, your ass. Like, no, you wouldn't. Oh, are no, you kidding me? Like, my sister that. and brother are on the same team as me. Everyone wins. Oh, I thought you were talking about one that you were coaching. No. Oh, I mean, no, I'm talking about like, coaching. Yeah. Well, yeah, your daughters are like, yeah. 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 Well, why are they that way? Because I would have them out doing drills and learning everything. Of course you did. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's the competitive, like, we're going to win. We're not going to get a yeah. sixth-place trophy. I, I, exactly. You know, it's, it's like, but they like to do that in that. When they're young, it's like no, no, no. You understand, you know, you just, you got to win this. Still, hey guys, and then you kind of have to take it in your hands and say, I got this, because it's all volunteer. And so then you're like, ah, right, yeah, leave it up to me. So you got gather your team together. It's kind of like, right, man, we're gonna do what we have to do here. Um, yeah, a, but I mean, but if I, if, I, if you're the sixth ranked detailer, are you gonna get calls? Not as many. Not, not as, as many as all at all. That's, right. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, but if there's six detailers to choose from and you're ranked number six I'm not calling you. on Google with bad reviews, 
on yeah, no anything on Facebook. Like if you're down. losing in the game, are you going to get a trophy and rewarded? You're not going to get. It. <laughs> you're not. No way. Definitely not. So that's why I thought, like, when you said that at first, I was like, yeah, but that I like, okay, I can, we can go on that. Like, I agree. Like, I think if you're going to be in some type of detailing and some type of business ownership, you're going to have a comp, a little bit of competitiveness to you. And you most likely have somewhere played sports. Granted, we let DJ come in with croquet as his sport, but at least he was, was at least he was. <laughs> At least he was number three out of three in croquet in Oklahoma. Professional with croquet. That's something I'm about. No, but so you grew. You just said that you grew up with, like you. You did play some sports growing up. Oh yeah, I played a lot of sports. Yeah, up. No. I played everything. I played football, baseball, soccer, bass. My favorite was soccer. Soccer and baseball are probably by far my favorite. Football, I didn't like a lot at all. How young were you playing soccer? Uh, through middle school, through eighth grade. So when I got to Union High School, like it got tougher. It got oh yeah, I tried for the basketball team. I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I don't have the skills to play with these guys because they the Union they started like uh, they started. Yeah, I mean, so I stopped sports in ninth grade. I was okay. done. Even soccer? Oh yeah, I stopped. Oh, kidding me? The Union soccer yeah. team was insane. <laughs> There's no way you can run like, that what far. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, warm up I, three I miles. Up for, I showed up for trials, and I was like, yeah, I'm just here to watch. Like, I, I didn't even embarrass myself. Oh, really? Oh, you showed up for the trials oh, yeah. and then didn't even go on? Absolutely not. That's, Dude, that's these guys, hilarious. These guys are killer. So <laughs> I, uh, I had a different sport I played in high school. <laughs> the same thing that the <laughs> soccer players did. <laughs> but I just <laughs> – you just didn't do the exercising That's part. Right. <laughs> hey, my mind was clear. Wow. <laughs> he liked to fly kites. I flew. I was a professional kite flyer yeah. in high school. Definitely. That's, <laughs> that's too funny. All right. Hey, so about the beer, Blue Moon uh, Winter Wheat. I mean, tell me, like, what do you taste? When you drink it, what flavors come to your mouth? Uh, let's see. I mean, I, it's... It's not too far from the, the regular blue moon. And then I get a little bit of the wheat. But like the cinnamon, I think the cinnamon is it's less than the, than like the wheat or even the ginger. I get like a little bit of it. But overall, I think it's, it's not bad. Yeah. I like it. So it's a darker. I mean, of course, naturally, just looking at it, it's darker than the, the regular blue yeah. moon. But... I feel the flavor wise is a little darker, isn't it? I mean, I can, I don't know if I could pick out the cinnamon since I had to look at it and see what was in there. The cinnamon? Yeah. yeah. Like slight. slight, but there's a spice. That's the, that's the cinnamon, right? Well, yeah. yeah, it says that there's ginger and cinnamon and orange oh, peel, but so I'm just saying I get spice. Like I, you can almost taste a little bit of the spice while you're drinking. Like, and I think, like you said, this is a great winter beer. Oh, I love it. A great winter beer. I love wheat beer. I'm like not a – well, no, Blue Moon's amazing. Yeah, it's a perfect beer. Well, really, Literally, like a perfect winter beer. It's a perfect, winter, a perfect beer. winter beer. For somebody that doesn't like a stout or a porter. There somebody you go. That doesn't there like you go. That's me. heavy yep. winter this beer, yeah. this would be your go-to. Oh, I will definitely buy yeah. it. Like, yeah. That's for sure. A promotion there for – Oh <laughs> uh, well, that's what we do on the pocket. I mean, we 
we always talk about the beer that we're drinking. Sometimes we've had beers that we did not like, like, and we'll, <laughs> no, you're, you're them apart. yeah, we rip them apart. We don't like them. Uh, what's it? I did, you know, and even on Instagram, I did that pose, which I felt bad about because, but I had, I was craving, I was at the, I was at uh, quick trip and I looked over, you know, they have all these new beers now that we can get. So for you in Boston, you've been able to get all the beer you want or whatever you can even get probably liquor at the gas station, right? We couldn't get good uh, beer. Beer at the gas station. What? Beer uh, and wine in some gas stations, but not liquor. No liquor. Okay. Well, some places can't. Well, we couldn't even get good beer. We only got 3.2 beer. That was cold. And that really was like uh, five beers. So back in October, yeah. they passed a law that, well, it's before October, but it came into effect in October that we could get all these good beers cold, six point or above 3.2. Um, at a gas station. And so I was just kind of looking through the other day, trying to figure out what I wanted to get. And I looked over and for some reason, whenever we go to Vegas, we always like to get this hard iced tea. (laughs) We don't drink it any other time (laughs) except when we're at Vegas because we had a good experience with it, I think. And you can, you can toss them back pretty freely as you're walking down the strip. And anyway, it's we always get it when we're in Vegas. Well, I looked over and we have it at the Quick Trip here, but I wouldn't get it here. Exactly. Okay. And so I didn't. I was like, oh, I don't want to get it here. Uh, I'll try this other one. Yeah. And it was a different. It oh, said it was the better iced tea or something. And so I did that wow. that Instagram on it. I tried it and it was not the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked over and threw it away in the trash can. Yeah. I was like, we typically don't do like, we're trying to be nice, but if it's a bad drink, we're not going to shy away from it. Blue Moon Winter, we like... Oh, cheers. Yeah, it's they're, a good beer. They're making fun of the chip in my glass, Marty. They should. On Instagram Live right now. They should. Ay, ay, ay. Because you think it is cup. definitely boo. Boo <laughs> <laughs> said it probably tastes better with the chip in the glass. It probably does. It does. It probably does. It's for the uh, it's it's for the orange peel to hang up. Uh, it's, it's for the better flow. It it pulls better through the chip. All right, so let's talk about some of the challenges um, that you've had in work because you you specifically mentioned that you wanted to talk and you were passionate about challenges. So. You know, we kind of briefly talked about, you know, if, if you're somewhat of an athlete or someone that has played sports, you've you've either gotten your ass handed to you and you've had to change and get better or you've gotten chewed out by a coach because you didn't perform right. And so that made you get better. So in work, when, you know, you're detailing and trying to grow your business of all star, which side note, you do a really great job oh, yeah. on Instagram. Oh, like. Yeah. Your Instagram profile is wonderful. Your branding, I love the oh, way you do man. your your pictures. And then, like, I think the one where you've got the car and you got the guy swinging the club, and you specifically say like, yeah. driving in a dirty car is the same as a bad swing or something. Like, you've got some really yeah. great that stuff that you've done man. on your Instagram. So, what's your handle, real quick? Because people are going to be looking right now. Instagram oh, so handle. That's going to be uh, all underscore star underscore detail there you go so all star detail yeah yeah 
But I really like the way. What uh, what do you use an app or what do you use for that? Got to keep it, you know, engaging. That's that's kind of where I'm at with the stuff. Um, no, I just use uh, my phone, and pretty much it's like um, you're out there detailing it. I got a good angle on my part. That'd be a good shot. Take a good shot. Well, and, but um, I mean, like you didn't take a picture of the guy swinging a golf club. Oh no no no! Uh, that uh, we do it whenever we have um, events. That was for a golf tournament. Um, I got a guy who does the marketing, and I'm like, hey, can you create a flyer for me? Um, I got a golf tournament. It's from this day to that day, and um, I got to put it up on the Instagram. So he creates something. And Kudos I to you. So you paid it. somebody to do some of your branding. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah, I kind of have someone who he's, he's one of the partners, and that's his area because um, we know that we're going to be doing branding and this is an ongoing thing. So instead of like continuously paying someone, um, you know, you've got someone you trusted, you know, um, you kind of bring them in if you can. And, you know, yeah. Cool. So what are some of the challenges? Like, like, like I said, single, what are some of the things that you've had to struggle through? Uh, so, I mean, we kicked off in the winter time. So right away, it's like, you know, everyone always asks the question, oh, what do you do in the cold weather? So that was already a challenge right off the bat. Um, but, you know, I didn't let that hold anything back. So hold on. Um, let's just, let's stop. So what cha- – I mean, so it's winter time. I remember for me, which that's why I wanted to stop. Like, let's, let's, let's get specific. For me, winter time was tough because here, sometimes it wouldn't get above freezing till two o'clock. And I, you know, we're talking way before waterless was ever created. The only way to wash a car was with a power washer and a big water tank. And so I had challenges of just being able to get cars, enough cars clean for the week to be able to make sure that I could pay rent by the end of the month. You know what I mean? Like there was strong challenges because you didn't ever know how many cars you were actually going to be able to clean. So what were some of the challenges that you dealt with? Like being that it was cold. Uh, well, you're right as far as like, you know, you need a, uh, an amount of vehicles to do and whatnot in the weather to play a part, but we get a lot of, um, interior details and that was helping us get by. Um, and you, you could do more interior than exterior, um, you're limited to, you know, certain things when, when it's that cold, but, um, you know, the first year, yeah, it was slow, but I was just coming off, uh, recently left my job and I was able to have you know, cash out some hours that I had left over there or some time rather. So that like helped me over through the time that it was, you know, and my girlfriend worked. So I was like, well, it's going to be slow, but you know, we're still able to make, you know, ends meet. Um, so, you know, and then this year, I mean, you know, I left my job and I'm full time in. And so different things come about. So like now it's like, um, it's, uh, yes, yeah, full time of the year, but we are already doing better than last year. Um, so depends, I think, your, your situation and where you are. Um, you figure out, you know, how to get, you know, pump through what you need. Cool. So definitely starting a business is definitely tough on a budget. I mean, I definitely, like I mentioned a second ago, I mean, there was times I didn't know I would, 
just to be able to get enough cars to pay rent. And I've shared it before. Like I wrote checks to roommates knowing that, cool, that's the last dollar I had, but at least I know for the next 30 days, I've got a place to sleep. (laughs) It is what it is. DJ, we've had a little bit of discussion on how to stay busy in winter months. What do you think? I mean, what are some, what are some good things that as we move into the winter and as detailers are starting to slow down, um, you know, he mentioned interior detailing, even though maybe the outside's bad and it's going to stay bad, you know, you could get your interiors done. What are some things business-wise that you think would be practical for detailers to be able to put into their back pocket as they start to slow down? Um, and I always say this. So for mobile guys like myself, like, I always look for, because when you don't have a garage and you don't have a place you can work indoors, as mobile guys, we run into a lot of different clients. Some are really cool, some, you know, whatever. But anyways, trying to find somewhere or someone that you can you can have a shop that's a, kind of a fallback on. So let's just say you have a full week um, worth of work, but it's below freezing, you can't do it, and you have nowhere to do it at. Well, if you find someone or somewhere that you can either rent a shop, for I did this for a while too, I would, uh, you know, pay someone like, I don't know, 40 bucks um, just for the day, just to use their shop. And it was a nice heated shop. They did, um, they did, actually, it was um, the guy that does all our wraps and films um, on our trucks. Anytime it was below freezing, but we still needed to do the work in, in the shop, we'd pay him like 40 bucks for the day. And we'd use his shop back there and, and it was great. So um, just finding ways to conti- keep your revenue, keep your cash flow coming through, regardless of what the weather's doing outside. Um, is is great. So kind of keep your eyes peeled on opportunities if you're mobile for indoor locations. Um, so that's definitely something that we did in the earlier days. Of course, now we have a place we can can do it at all the time. But um, yeah. And then just aside from that, just from a business aspect, I think it's a really good time to kind of slow down and scale back and really, you know, like like a helicopter. Like you know, helicopters. Right. You know, you, you kind of you. I heard this earlier, so I'm gonna I don't wanna butcher it, but like helicopters like they come in real low and then they, they go up real high. So like now's the time where you can like and I did butcher it, but you can like hover above everything and kind of really look down and see, you know, where you can change your, your business at, what you can do differently, what you're doing great, how you can make it even greater. Um, and just really kind of focus on your business and, and kinda take a step back and look in on what it's doing because you know, right now in the fall, we're all really busy. Um, and we're just in it. Like we're not, you know, emails we might be missing here and there. We might be missing the mark here and there with, we're just so bogged down with like phone calls and emails and this project and that project. And, and, and we're just, we don't have time to step back and and reflect and look at it. So now December, January, February, it's a good time to really just step back, look at what you've been doing and and make some adjustments. So. And I think that's key. I don't think that a detailer should ever be slow with work. They might be slow with detailing, mm-hmm. but they should never be slow with work. I mean, work. I'm with talking. Define, define work. I'm talking when I was doing. Like we're talking 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005. Like I didn't yeah. have the internet that we do today. I didn't have social media. I didn't have the ability to use your phone to take videos. Like there's so many different things that detailers can do while it's cold now that we just did not have the opportunity then. So, you know, I wasted a lot of time, no doubt. I mean, I played a lot of, (laughs) a lot of video games, 
I drank a lot of beer. <laughs> I, <laughs> I stayed out too late. You know, I once I started bidding to where I knew I could make rent payment, right? That's what I mean. Like once I knew I was good, you know, maybe year one and a half. Like, but that's also an issue that maybe some guys get into. You know, we detailers, we start getting a little bit making a little bit of money. We start spending a little money. Oh, yeah. Especially. And then all of a sudden we get into the wintertime. And it's like, oh, oh man, oops, oh yeah, I mean, oops, that, that was me, yeah. that was me. Like we, yeah, and that's, that's, yeah, that's that's funny. You, know, you guys mentioned that because it's one of the points is that you know I was also given early on, like you know you don't you want to be able to have to, you know to get through the winter because it's you know it does slow down, so you don't know what it's really like until you know it's there, it's here. Um, so thankfully, you know, you, I stayed on top of that and continue to because you know um, it, it's helpful. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's rate this beer, DJ. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it oh, a 4.5. Yeah, I think that's a good rating. Yeah. I don't Solid. know why I don't go 5, but I just – It's not that, like, I can't give it a it's 5. It's not mind-blowing, yeah. but it's, like, definitely a 4 or 5. I, I'm going to go a little bit less and go 4. Okay. I like the beer. think nothing's bad about it. I just – it's not to a five. Yeah, or it's four, not a five. Like, for me, it's not. It's not a Coors Light. So we, whoa, whoa. What's up? You don't, what's up? What's wrong? I think we've established over the past year that Coors Light never receives more than a 2.2. But it's 5% now in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Which, if you've even said, makes it worse. So that puts it down to like a that one. That is point, on record, isn't it? 1.6. <laughs> 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 All right, man, we do one out of five. So what's your scale? One to five. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say like 4.3. <laughs> right in between you guys. He got yeah. technical. Yeah. No, 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 you got gotta right go 4.25. Right you gotta go 4.25. Let him rate hit how he wants. He to said that. in between. He in between was 4.25. Yeah, 4.25 because it's just a little darker. <laughs> <So, laughs> he, he changed it. He's so nice. Like so nice. Guns, All right, you gave it a 4.35. <laughs> Three. Yeah. 4.25 4. or a three? He gave it a 4.3. Yeah. You can't change his rating. You can't change it. It's done. It's locked That's in. That's what he said. 4.25. Locked. No, you, he said 4.3. <laughs> Golly. Now he's changing his mind. <laughs> uh, I think it's a great beer, though. I'm glad when we were trying to figure out which beer to get, uh, I know Blue Moon was one of the ones you like to drink. So uh, I'm glad we could both find the same beer. I. I will definitely be buying it again. Yeah, thank you, because this was yeah. I mean, this like this is my go-to winter beer now. I do a lot of Boulevard wheat, and this is it's like a a winter version of it. Sort of. I think Blue Moon's got a little bit more flavor than Boulevard. Well, uh, it definitely does. You're right. Yeah. Um. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, cool. I don't mind this at all. Hey, so uh, we always do towards the end of the night, you know, you've been out drinking a little bit too much and we have this topic, you know, you if you're tabbing out, you've got this question that you want to ask somebody that you've been hanging out with all night. Uh, this is this is your chance. Grab uh, whatever question that's been lingering in your mind, anything that you could come up with, your tab out question that you're going to ask to us and then we'll leave it open to the community. Any questions that come to mind that you would like to ask? Uh, let's see. I mean, 
I think it's when it comes to detail, where do you guys see it going? I mean, I know a lot of us want to say, yeah, it's on the rise, um, or not. I mean, it's been around for such a long time, but um, yeah, like, I, I, is it, I mean, it's, I feel like it's the right time. Is it like a good time? Like, yeah, no, I love the question. No, 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 I think no, no, we no, both, no. Well, you answer, you asked the question. We both kind of went, oh, oh like, yeah. great question. I want to start with this. And no, I'll no, let no. you. And yeah. I know you're going with this, too. We talk about it all the time. Well, yeah, so here's, I, there, I don't know. Let me, you tell me if this is where you were thinking I okay, was going. Go ahead. Of course, you're going to interject codings, right? Like, no, 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 not at all. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Nice. Interesting. Um, here's what I find fascinating, and it does interject with codings, is last year at SEMA, I, I was sitting at, I don't care, I'll say it. I was sitting at the Auto Magic booth. We just happened to walk by, and it said something up there as far as along the lines of codings. And I just happened to walk, I was looking at it, and this guy said something to us, and, and so I just started talking to him. And we're getting, I'm familiar with Auto Magic, great company. They've been a massive brand for you, what decades Dude, yes, um they compete with Carbright, who we distribute for um so i'm definitely familiar with auto magic we used to use them at the car wash um you still use some of their products so great brand big big deal um and i said so what's this with the coatings oh it had to do with the paint and because auto magic's big more in the uh the body shop industry mm, yes and so uh Quickly became a, oh, we don't do coatings. And this talk with this 65-year-old guy about how coatings were going to be a fad. Um, and and that really – and so you've got almost all the main middle and lower, you know, size companies have come out with coatings. But then you have some of these big dominant brands that have still yet to come out with their own coating. And when you ask, where do I see the industry going? I see some of these big companies that we're used to seeing. I see them being out of business. I see them falling way behind in the industry. And if they don't catch up, I see them not next year, but five to 10 years. We don't know companies that we used to know. It has to happen just in the cycle of life because a lot of their yeah. guys and their employees, they're up there in age. I talked to one of the guys from Carbright. He even said, you know, their main company, their main business model is distributors who are up in age, who are not on social media. Most of their own employees are up in age and not on social media. So I would think that over the next couple of years to five to 10, especially, we're going to see a lot of changes in Who's the dominant as far as chemical company? Let's even just bring out who we don't like to talk about, chemical guys, right? Yeah. If you're going to be a lot of people that are post on – like it doesn't matter who – like there's just some detailers that like chemical guys or don't like – like some like them and some don't, right? What is so yeah. unique and special about chemical guys Look at the way they've grown over the past five, Dude, the have, past three, the past two years. Oh man. They're now in Walmarts. Oh, they're now at literally like, everywhere. And they are the brand that's overtaking Meguiar's. Absolutely. I don't know. Let's Barry Meguiar's, let's say he like 
I hope not, but let's say something happens to him tomorrow and he's gone. Where does that company go? They're way, they're so far out of date. Nobody knows who they are anymore. Um, and you, so it's so true. And you've got companies yeah. like Chemical Guys who is becoming the next McGuire's. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I, so for me, when I look at where our industry goes, I look and go, I wonder who's going to be the main chemical companies over the next five years. You know, who's, who's yeah. being, who's being different, who's being creative, who's using social. We haven't even talked about VR. That's where I was going with this. Oh, that's, that's like, where I, you were going. I, I was going to go VR. Yeah. You were going to go VR. Okay, cool. Talk, no. Yeah, go. No, no, no. That's, that's the something that you brought a long time ago is VR. Yeah, like the, who's going to be the main VR chemical I company? Don't, I don't know. But VR is going to be so 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 beneficial in, in all aspects of, of, of the detailing industry, though, because VR, you can do VR training. Like with me and my team, you know, I would love to do VR training when we, when we onboard a new employee. They sit down and put on goggles and go team. through the whole process. The whole process. Yeah. You sit a guy down, put the goggles on. And you just watch the whole process like you're actually there. And, you know, VR training for um, the IDA. Uh, I mean, wow. li literally, yeah. like, I mean. You don't need an IDA in a day anymore. No. You, you just, just put on goggles. You put on these goggles and you're, yeah. you're that's it. The IDA, uh, uh, companies like you, Total Auto, like, like literally VR is going it, to, it's, it's not if, it's when. Right. It's gonna, We're still plenty of years away. Oh, definitely. But still. That's going to be But I was close. Huge. I was close. On Black Friday, there were some VR goggle specials. Because I'm just not there yet. Yeah. I'm just – I just didn't – I just – 300 bucks, and I was like, mm -hmm. I'm just not there. Like, yeah, I'm not there. VR. Like, You buy uh, freaking comforts up for your bedroom. Yes, I did. You don't buy VR glasses. Yes. You bought on, it again? Uh, yeah. So on the way back, so I took the girls down for Thanksgiving, took the girls down to the Thunder game. Yeah, yeah I saw that. And – we came back and on the way back, it's, I found that if you go to JC Penney at like 10 o'clock at night on black Friday, they do extra, extra specials, like 60, 80% off. Oh my God. Oh yeah. In the store? No, no, no. Online. Online. And so I give Jordan, my oldest, I give her my phone and I say, here, I need some stuff. And I'm driving, <laughs> and she's looking up Is on my really? yeah, yeah. So cool. I bought more sheets. I bought more stuff. I mean, last year what I think I did like sheets? they're a year old. Of course, you need to change your sheets. Huh. Like I try and wash them like every three or four months. So That's at it, least every three or four months, at least change them every year. <laughs> you know. I have a question for you. <laughs> The bachelor I have a question for you. Yeah, bachelor life. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I gave her my phone and just let her look up stuff for me. Nice. And you can find incredible deals. Um, but so, yeah, no, I, I I just didn't pull the trigger yet on VR. Maybe next year. Dude, it's, it's, it's not there yet. It isn't, yeah. But it's. One, God, yeah, dude. one day. Once VR. That and Alexa, man. Well, and let's think about this for detailers. If you recorded stuff in VR, so the way detailers are on Instagram right uh -huh. now, oh, yeah. and like just posing all these same photos and how great they are, but let's just say that you've got a customer that's wearing VR goggles, and all of a sudden his your advertisement comes in on his VR goggles, and you're walking him through the whole process in a quick little 30 to 60 second infomercial, how much more powerful will that be for detailers? As more visual platforms evolve, 
You're right. I mean, VR will be the next thing for detailers. Yep, that and Alexa skills. Right in front of your face. Alexa skills. Yeah, you don't think so? I don't know. Hmm. For a detailer? I mean, what, what Alexa skill could a detailer use? The only thing I thought of was weather. Like, but you're going to have to compete against the weather channel and Alexa's own weather stuff. Like, hmm. I don't know what a detailer could use for an Alexa skill. I'm I don't know. Be yeah, I just know Lex is going to be. Well, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. I did buy another. I know you. Yeah. 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 I figured. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, man. So you already gave us your handle, but let's give it again. We're closing down. Mm -hmm. uh, let everybody know where to find you. Yeah. So um, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. Uh, handle is all underscore star underscore detail. Um, on Facebook, just all star mobile auto detailing. Um, we come up. Uh, we're on Yelp as well. Uh, and as far as email as well, when you're on the website, www.allstarmobiledetail.com, uh, um, you can email us right from there. If you want to call, uh, 978 304 you know, if you're on any of the social medias, uh, you can send us a message. Uh, we respond as quickly as possible. Cool, man. That's cool. So, you think the Patriots are winning at all this year? Oh, 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 what kind of question? Yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, it's just, we just don't know how it's going to happen. You know, but we know we know we'll be there, and we know we just. You know what? Uh, we playing this weekend. We're focusing on uh, <laughs> uh, this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, big game this Sunday. Yeah. Cool, DJ. No, what's your I, social I, handles? How do people find you? At DJ Patterson. Instagram is my bet. Like that's where I really hang out at. So if you want to hang out with me on Instagram, that's where I'm at. At DJ Patterson. Newly to Snapchat. Newly, I, so, so finally my, has so, gone on to Snapchat, I see and he sends me the rainbow throwing up one. I don't I'm know. surprised you didn't send the dog licking one. That's like the whole time. Is there a dog licking one? Oh, wow. Is okay, there a so dog listen, licking people, one? I, okay, so Snapchat, like I'm like, never done it. So if you're on there, find me. What is it? What is my? I have no idea. It's, it's your I own. think it's djpatterson.biz. Okay. But I, I mean. I don't know how to use it, so I'm interested to, to figure it out. So if you're on there, hit me up. I'll be interested to, to play around with it. And, and I don't know. Like, do I'm you use Snapchat? Uh, I do, yeah. Okay, djpatterson.biz, like hit me up, I, I guess. Do you hit up people? Do you just hit me up on Snapchat? No, they don't hit you up. What do they do? They snap you. Hey, snap me. Snap me on the chat, and we'll snap. Wow. <laughs> You sounded older than me on that. Oh my gosh, dude! Hey, Snapchat just seems like it's for like. And he's married, so don't Snapchat him that. I don't want to see your. <laughs> Snapchat me that. Oh, Let right. me get that. Okay. Hey, and I'm Marty. You can find us at Total Auto Solutions, Instagram, social, all that stuff. If you do go Snapchat, it is not. Is it? I didn't go business-wise on that. That was more set up to snap back and forth with the girls and with family. So it is Mogi. M-O-G-I-E. 1914. Right? That's when you were born? 
Holy that, shit, old man. That's when Phi Beta Sigma was founded. Oh. So I use that interjectedly in different things. So, hmm. yeah. Hey, nicely done. Yeah, thanks. Hey. Cheers. Hey, man. Appreciate you coming on, taking the time. Great beer selection. We love it. And uh, we will see you at Mobile Tech. Definitely. It's confirmed. Oh, he confirmed. Confirmed. He confirmed. He confirmed. He it. It. You got to go. Record. Yep. You're there. <laughs> All right, bro. Hope you have a great night, man. All right, fellas. Same. See ya. See ya.